Oh yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. It's it's good to be here. I can see can see people now. Um, uh, How can you look at yourself? Yeah. How could you even look at yourself in the mirror, sir? Well, madam. <laughs> what a hilarious thing to say to someone. It's like, how do you how, how do, do you, you live with yourself? How do you, <laughs> how do you even sleep at night? <laughs> Who do you think you are when you look in the mirror at night? What do you say to yourself? Have you ever you guys ever seen that clip of that bowler who hit a strike to like win a tournament? Pete Weber. You probably guys probably know who Pete Weber is. Yeah, he's the uh, but, guy who made the, all those uh, grills. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he's cooking with gas on this strike. Wow. So he uh, he hit the strike, and then he's like screaming at the crowd. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Who do you think you are? I am." <laughs> <laughs> like on on live TV, he was trying to shit talk his opponent, and it just backfired. But it's one of my favorite sports phrases <laughs> of all time. Re- that's a really good one. Like the nonsense, yeah, the video I think later, hits yeah. harder than the things that make sense. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, dude! I have such a great, fucking terrible story about <laughs> shit talking. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Oh my god, I don't talk shit. Um, when I was playing sports, I didn't talk shit. Like I'd play hard and I'd be a fucking asshole, but like I would never talk shit. And here is why. <laughs> Welcome to another. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why. So like. Uh, we were in the close game. We were in the playoffs. This was my junior year, and I was playing O line, and I was just no shit. We were we were yeah right, and we, it's a close game, and we're I'm having to pass pro and shit, and uh, this this just this tiny like in high school this will happen. We have like a nose guard that's like five feet tall, like five mm-hmm. feet nothing, and just very yep. fast. And he mm-hmm. was one of those guys, and. <laughs> And he was just giving me, he was giving me hell because he was just running around me because he's faster, faster than I am, just a better athlete, you know? And uh, at one point I just got mad and I was trying to talk shit to him and I fucking hit him. I passed for him. I punched him with two hands and he kind of flew off me and I wanted to, I wanted to talk shit, but all that came out was me going, boom, (laughs) boom. Like I was a badass, like boom, and he just like caught his footing and then like looked at like the play was over and he like looked at me like what did you say? <laughs> and then we went on and we pretended like that never happened. <laughs> That's the only time I ever talk shit. Boom, <laughs> and I feel awful about it. What a dumb thing to say to someone. This is hot garbage. This sounds like shit. No one's gonna buy that. Is it a hit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to another episode of Is It a Hit, where all of our friends at home can help us on this quest to to find that next big hit single. I'm your host Max, joined by my co-host Pat, and hey. uh, somewhere out there in the ether is the headliner for tonight. It's our man of the hour, Nasty Nathan Sharp. Hey. Hey there, Nate. <sighs> You're right there, Nate. <sighs> you sound like you're uh, you're dragging ass. What's the uh, what's the deal? Listen, the only time I drag my ass is when it's itchy or unclean, and uh-huh. there's a nice Burberry carpet around. I'm not dragging ass, Pat. Life. Is dragging. 
The world is dragging. I don't drag. Oh, okay. I'm not a so, dog. Dogs drag ass. I'm a man. Yeah, right. You're a man. The world drags ass on you. Yes, the world happening? drags ass on me. That is correct. <laughs> is, okay, so but we got to the bottom of it. The the malaise of life, the it dragging its ass on you. You've become undone. Yeah, I've become undone. I'm not a sweater wearing man, but I've no. become I've 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 become unkempt, <laughs> disheveled. Um, there's yeah. there's secretions. Uh, you know, yeah. that, that are peppering parts of my body. We're not even talking about the mental state yet. We're not even talking about the mental state. We're talking purely about how I am physically. I have yeah. a deficit of fiber in my diet. Um, I, I, I don't get a solid of four hours of sleep a night just because I can't stop thinking. I cannot stop thinking about the fact that while your ideas are noble intentioned and while your conversation is is robust and and powerful and full of of the juicy fruits of this uh ass dragging bitch that we call life <laughs> it has yet to yield a real solid firm well formed hit out of the right. colon of your conversation right yeah Fantastic ah. metaphor. You painted a picture. Yeah. You 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 got out there, but you brought us back in. Wow, fantastic. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I to that I'd say there's no one to blame but yourself, right? You got to look at that man in the mirror, and you got to point your finger at him and say, "You did this. You did this." If I recall right, those were the exact lyrics of the hit song by Michael Jackson. He could make a hit about about this same feeling. I'm looking at the man in the mirror and I say, you did this. You did this to me. Shimona. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that guy, some people, not everybody says this, but some people would say that Michael Jackson's more talented than you. Just if it's sometimes stuff you well, would say. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> We're a fool. We'll figure it out, though. You we'll can figure do it. it out. We, you know what? Look, he might have written a st- he might have written a song about the man in the mirror, but you know what? He didn't write a song about Fantastic Bird Boy. Okay, not anybody, not just anybody, can walk in the in the door and, and write a song about Fantastic Bird Boy. Right? I, don't I, know. Think, I haven't scoured I free, his B rolls. Yeah, I think Free Willy was his Fantastic Bird Boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he good a song movie about freeing a whale. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. The craziest part one. about that I heard movie it recently, it's a good one. Is I think this the whale star must have gone right back into captivity. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, there's no way we're letting this fish go. We got yeah. Free Willy two. We got Free Willy three. We got Free Willy four in space. We got to keep <laughs> this thing penned up. Can we get? Can we find a smaller space for it? We need to make yeah. sure nothing touches it. We cannot. Yeah. This is an asset. It's a specific. Because here's the thing that you guys got to remember: that orca had a very specific uh, bent dorsal fin. You guys remember? Yeah, there's no way his herd is going to accept him back into into the group. <laughs> <laughs> but like, also, that's a specific orca. They needed to protect it. They need to make sure nothing bad happened to it because it's the only orca that can that has that bent dorsal fin. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, we, we it get ma- furious it when we see very difficult. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
when there's different animal stars in in sequels and things, you know, when we were up to Benji five or Lassie three or most valuable primate, uh, most vertical <laughs> primate, um, and and we thought maybe this isn't the same chimpanzee, you know? Yeah, that was it was, very it was weird. It was weird for that one that was uh, most Velociraptor primate. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was missing an eye. That one. Yeah, that you was a weird. You could tell one. it was a different one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you you all have heard of most valuable primate. You're you live far yeah. enough north. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah, never heard of that before I met uh, uh, Canadians. <laughs> and oh, I love man, Canadians dude. mostly for the fact That's... that they have introduced me to this movie. <laughs> That's well. That's... How many? How many animal animals acting as human movies in just sports settings do we have up there? We got all of, we got MVP. We got uh, there's uh, you got Airbud. There's Airbud, of course. Uh, there's there's one with Matthew Matt LeBlanc. Ooh, Dunstan checks Ed, in. No, I believe oh. Dunstan checks. Well, that's not sports though. No sports. Oh, unless, no sports uh, involved. You know, unless uh, being a bellboy is a sport up in Canada. It could and be. It is. Yeah. yeah, man. One of the few Jason Alexander movies out there. That was uh, that was an interesting one. Um, I think he was the villain in that movie, right? I think he that, was like the kid's the dad, but I, I think he ran the hotel and he wasn't too enamored with the thought of a wild orangutan running around causing mischief. <laughs> yeah, usually the villains in these movies are like the only rational figures. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good point. <laughs> He's like, we gotta find this dog. It could hurt somebody. And like, <laughs> and people are like, no, you gotta let the dog do its thing. He's like, what? This is a this is a, a sport for human boys. He's like, no, let the dog play. And then at the What's end, the, it, say make the trip the bellboy. Who's making the trip the bellboy? I didn't say make the trip the bellboy. There's always a moment when, like, when, like, at the end of these movies, because they're not like hard villains. Like, none of these people like die or Except go to jail. For, like, well, what just, about like, the, the the one in in Beethoven wants to shoot Beethoven for some reason? He he frames Beethoven yeah. for being like <laughs> rabid, so yeah, he can shoot doctor. him. Oh man, oh, I forgot man. about that doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh All right. man. Yeah. The the twelfth Doctor Who. No, yeah, the that... doctor. The doctor was like a veterinarian who was like trying to kill all the dogs, which. Seems against his uh, Hippocratic oath. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> but uh, what I was trying to say is that there's always a moment where like the bad guys, the ones that aren't like psychopaths, they're like they're always just like them shaking their head, like I was wrong to doubt that dog or something like that. There's always like some moment where like, oh, oh. Or, everyone or, like, else is like, standing and clapping around yeah, them, and they look right. to the right, and then they look to the left. Like, oh, Wait, no, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to uphold the rule book. <laughs> Listen, man, I got a kid in this T-ball league, and I don't want him to get mauled by a raccoon. It's completely keeps... <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> I know they have opposable thumbs. I understand. It doesn't mean they can play T-ball with toddlers. Yeah. yeah. Well, if this is your first episode, this is the kind of discussion you're going to get. Where Pat and I uh, inspire Nate Creates. Isn't that right, Nate? This is the kind of stuff that you want, right? This is what we need to create the kind of hot hits that the world is looking for. If Michael Jackson hadn't already made it, 
we would have made a song called Man in the Mirror, and it would be much <laughs> less positive than what he was able well, to put out. Based on that discussion we just had, it would be Free Willy. Right, yeah, right. We right. would make we would make the movie Free Willy, except uh, yeah. a chimpanzee is the one who frees Willy. It would be a double animal movie. It would have two oh, levels. Oh man, the animals help each other. It's the bi-plane of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it can only be two animals, or else it becomes too much of like a Homeward Bound or a live action right. Madagascar yeah. type thing. Look, we're not looking for it. This isn't an ensemble cast. Okay. Yeah. This is this is a uh, two, two. We got a, a we got a, a Rottweiler and we got a raccoon and they're fixing each other and they're they're getting out of the place and they're they're gonna win some sport. They're gonna like they gotta escape, they gotta save each other and then they gotta win some sport. Right? Oh, yeah. oh, it's it's called it's a bowling movie and it's called Gutterball <laughs> and the Rottweiler he's a he's like a he's like a tough. You know he's a tough junkyard Rottweiler and he meets the raccoon yeah. eating garbage. <laughs> and find a bowling ball. Yeah, start there we knocking go. over trash. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the animal version of Kingpin. That's the elevator pitch. It's Kingpin <laughs> with animals. Hey, Mr. Bruckheimer! Now that I got you in this elevator, all right, Kingpin with animals. What do you say? Did Did you just can fall? I have ex- can I have explosions? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think we got it. Um, but uh, and it's ironic because I just remember this. Literally tonight, guys, with my family, I watched the movie Babe. That oh, had yeah. animals saving the day in it. Oh, but, yeah. okay, now, okay, if you if we're making a movie here, guys, do the animals talk to each other? That is a good question. Because I think it's actually harder writing if they don't. Like, it's harder for, like, like what's easier to do? Like, have a route where they'll be like, Hey, raccoon boy, get over here and enjoy this nice milk that I found. Or is it just like to have to like make a fucking Rottweiler like stand and like offer raccoon a bowl of milk or something like one is way harder than the other. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes a really good group of editors to, you know, film everything a Rottweiler is doing for like three weeks straight (laughs) and then just string it into a movie. Maybe that's why these movies get made. Because we talked about this last week, you know, looking back over my notes, we talked about how exploitation, may, you know, mostly with nudity, is so cheap that that's why they did it in movies. Because it was it was a way to to make a movie, you know, without spending too much money, you know, putting in boobs, of course. Yeah, yeah. But now, you know, with animals, you just follow an animal around long enough, it's going to have enough reactions where you can just like edit the crap out of it, and suddenly you have a movie where an orangutan is playing third base. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And computer animation, too. Don't forget about that. Well, no, so that so the movie I'm referring to, uh, I think it's called Ed, where this monkey's playing third base. He's got an arm. He's got an orangutan is not a monkey. It is a great ape, sir. I apologize to all of our, uh, you know, ape enthusiasts. Wait, which one did you say? I don't remember. Jane Goodall is a our, big fan. All of our primates, all of the primates out there, I apologize if I have offended you. Yeah. Uh, so it is a whatever Nate said. So anyway, uh, this, this orange base, monkey. But there's no... Yeah, this movie's from like 1995. There is orange monkey. Uh, it's, there's no CGI at all. <laughs> <laughs> So no CGI. They just went to the San Diego Zoo, 
filmed an orangutan? No, they didn't. Ha- yeah, <laughs> they just put a baseball uniform on an orangutan and <laughs> just filmed him for like twelve hours. They had a movie. That's all. It took. <laughs> we write the movie around what he did. So like we got a lot of him picking for ticks. We got to have yeah. a tick subplot. Now oh, this 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 is an orangutan, Eddie. He's three years old. This week he likes bowling, but who knows what he'll like next week? Last week it was ice hockey. So <laughs> film him for a while. See what you get. Oh man, what was the? Is that MV? Is that MVP? MVP yeah, MVP is the fantasy playing hockey. Eddie, I think it's Eddie or What's Eddie. Eddie. What's it's called Eddie? Eddie, Eddie or Ed Ed? Eddie's that you're talking like about that. the orangutan playing baseball. MVP yeah. is the chimp playing hockey. Okay, so the chimp playing hockey, man, the edits in that movie are just all over the place because you can tell that there's just certain shots they could not make because the, the <laughs> it's a chimp on, on skate. They barely like, even play hockey was... until like an hour and a half into that movie, and it's just about that long. <laughs> We gotta get we gotta get him off the ice. He's got hypothermia. But he hasn't got a slap shot. There's 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 shots of like him just like skating, but then there's just interspersed shots of clearly a like a doll that's made to look like him. And then like every time he has to go hit the, the puck, it would like hard cut to someone else like hitting the puck, like just a close up of a puck yeah. getting hit by a thing. There's you know? defi- but there's also shots like, of like, oh. a person playing the orangutan, right? That like it's clearly a person in like a orangutan garb or whatever. Like they they have like enough clothing on them and they're hunched over and they're looking. Oh. They look like they're an orangutan oh. playing hockey. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. Terrible. Guys, this is a hit. This movie. I know this isn't a movie. It, you know, we're not making movies to decide if they're hits. But this is a hit. We just follow around one of your guys' dogs long enough, see what he's into, get into the writers' room, throw something together. Nate, you do the song. This is yeah. basically, you know what? This is basically the format for how Nate writes music. We Duh. talk about some bullshit. What's my dog to, into? Yeah, <laughs> and then he has to write <laughs> a, 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 an entire thing around our garbage. So, like, it really wouldn't, the podcast wouldn't change at all. No. We're, we're movie <laughs> themed right now. Season two. <laughs> right, yeah. We're not making songs. We're making garbage movies. You ever think about, so, all right. Babe, Pig in the City, and like Homeward Bound, there are good versions of the animal movie, and they exist on another plane, right? They're not schlocky, and they're not hokey, and they're done well. And there's like their actual movies, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Babe was nominated for Best Picture, guys. Yeah, Babe was. I'm gonna let that fit in. Yeah, Babe was. I loved that movie. I'm not even joking. I like the sequel, Pig in the City. Also, I have see that's one I haven't seen. It's pretty good. I mentioned I mentioned Roger Ebert a while ago. Roger Ebert went bad shit for that movie. He loved that movie. And it's, I don't know why until now I haven't seen it. So I think I'm going to the kids like uh, Babe. Probably going to watch ba- Pig in the City at some point this week. I, I mean, I, I watched it when it came out. So I think I was a teenager, but I loved it. And it was one of those movies that I loved that I couldn't like profess that I loved. It yeah. was like, you know, a teenager. Re- your wrestling teammates are going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I can't just be like, you know what movie was really good? Babe, Pig in the City, guys. There's just like a whole team of wrestlers just jump on top of me and pound me like the great apes in Congo. Another or the, great or the mon- animal movie. Or the Monstars <laughs> in Space Jam. Yeah. Or the. Yeah, yeah another- them too. <laughs> Wait, Man. Pat. Pat. You sounded like you wanted to go into a Congo tangent. 
Dude, is that is that what I, you want to do? Uh, We're here for you if you do. Okay, let's think let's about uh, a pad, just dwell on it. So Ready? my yeah. diamonds. <laughs> What's it? Pennywise? Who's the guy that played Pennywise? Oh, what Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, yeah. I love Tim oh, Curry. Well, here we the go. Writing it down. Writing it down. Congo. Yeah. All right. So I watched Congo, and I wanted it to be the next Jurassic Park. And we oh, of course. Know that it was not. But it no. was like built up like it was going to be the next Jurassic Park. 100%. Like, yeah. From mm-hmm. the writer of Jurassic Park. And it was like, what's this? It was like a horror movie with like some anthropology in it. And it was like just more than you would expect for things yeah. like this. And you're like, okay, I guess. And then you watch it and you're like, wow, that was terrible. And I remember being like, yeah, but Michael Crichton's fucking sweet. I'll just read Congo. And I'm sure that'll be awesome. And then yeah. I read Congo. And I read Congo worse, too. Worse than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Worse, worse than the movie. It was terrible. It was an awful. I think the only things I've said about like the written word on this podcast is just me saying movies are like books are bad. <laughs> That's like the only time. I don't think I've said I, I like writing at all yet. And we'll keep it that way. But uh, yeah, just a just a boring slog of a book and then like the great apes in the book were just using tools to kill people they were just using stone tablets or some shit it's fucking stupid man it sucks yeah well pat i thought you would like that movie as an asl enthusiast asl yeah the ugly yeah. gorillas go away yeah amy hungry bad gorillas <laughs> go away amy, oh, is it pretty i thought it was ugly I- gorillas Sure, that one too. I just remember Amy, pretty, Amy, hungry. <laughs> dude, Amy, quit talking about yourself. Damn it. Dude, I uh there's a there's a scene in that where they're trying to put the monkey asleep so they can like they can jump out of the plane with the the the, the gorilla, you know? Yeah. And uh one of the guys like rips a banana in half, like length, not not like down the middle, but like, you know, if you had two hands on it, you just rip it right in the middle and i just yeah, remember, like, like you were opening a flare yeah like you would open a flare exactly great imagery so he breaks the banana like that and puts the drugs in and i was like i came away from that movie being like can i just rip a banana in half like that because that was the most <laughs> badass opening of a banana i've ever seen in my life i've been and, eating bananas wrong for years yeah to this day guys to this day that's still how I open bananas, just like they open bananas in Congo. And I'm not joking. I think you've probably seen me do it at like, you know, one of our uh, get togethers where we're surrounded by bananas. I'll just rip it right open. Oh, you know, yeah. we do have friends that are farmers and they bring in bananas a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see. You'll see next time. Yeah. Next time we're together and there's a banana. Just ask me to do it. I'm a performer. I can picture it. I can picture it just fine. <laughs> I, I think we're good. If you don't believe me, just watch. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? I'm very confident in my banana ripping abilities. Have you ever ripped yeah. an apple in half? Yeah. You can do that too, the twist the twist off half ski rip. Yeah. It actually yeah, it creates like a like weirder, like cleaner rip than you'd expect. Yeah, it's why freaky. is that? I don't know, but I don't Have like you- it. Have you ever ripped a phone book in half? And phone books are the fruit of the book world. <laughs> Some say that they're the pinnacle of the written word. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The most uh, accurate book ever written. My dad, um, 
I remember my dad like sitting me down and being like, this is how you rip a phone book in half. And like, he showed me how to do it. And, uh, I was like, but you're not being very strong. You're just using like leverage and you're like tearing. He's like, yeah, that's how they do it. That's why I'm showing you. What did you think I was going to do? But I, I really (laughs) wanted it to be like, you just have to be very strong, you know? He showed me how to do it. It's fucking, yeah, you got to like create a crease and then you can do it. And it looks like you're the strongest man alive too. It's cool. Yeah. I have a dream that on my 40th birthday, I'm going to rip a phone book in half. I'm saving it. Is that, wait, is that like what you're going to train like for until you turn 40? (laughs) Well, the, the, like there's, there's like, other wanna, feats of strength that I wanted to hit at 40, 40, but the important thing is I yeah. do whatever those feats of strength are, and they're probably not <laughs> actually very strong, but then if I top it off with ripping a phone book in half, it'll be, like, very impressive. Hey, yeah. who, who was the guy in Pete and Pete that could go sideways on a pole? Pete. No, it wasn't mm. Pete. Do you know Black, what I'm talking flag about? Flag pulling? I know the act that you're talking about, flag pulling. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good feat of strength. Solid feat. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like yeah. you're just trying to live out that guy's life anyway. You should just do that guy, whatever his feats of strengths are. Pete's of strength. Yeah. Pete's of strength. Yeah, of course. I Amazing. don't remember enough about. I don't remember enough about Pete and Pete. Me neither. Uh, I, I remember that. the one episode where he he goes to the barber and he's like, "I want to learn about some footwear." And that was just like the key to the whole episode was just talking to the barber about footwear. And that was a weird one. Oh, and they, they had like an eating competition, but they had to stack all the rib bones afterwards. I remember that. I don't remember too much else. Was it a good show? Was that a, was that a memorable show? I think it was a good show. You had the kid with the red hair. You had the other kid with the red hair. Yeah, they were brothers. <laughs> yeah. I remember one episode he dug out of his parents' basement. He got grounded and he dug out of his parents' basement using like a statue of liberty and like when he finally got out i remember that yeah statue of liberty pierced through the ground symbolizing freedom i thought that was pretty good as a kid i liked that a lot you were uh, did did you get bullied when you said you liked pete and pete they pile on to you were they like pete and pete's for nerds they did they rip you (laughs) apart like you were in the congo or in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, they remember when did. that monk? Remember when that gorilla ripped out the guy's heart in the movie? Did that happen? That I he I remember them the monkey th- or the gorilla throwing something at someone. I always thought it was a heart. Man. But that person re- ran around for a while afterwards, and I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't a heart. Yeah, there was one scene to show you like what the stakes are. That's an important yeah. part of every of every like low horror slash thriller. Yeah. It's like you the gotta establish their the heart. stakes. Yeah, there there's cartoonish gore, heart yeah. stakes. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, uh, the listeners will remember we talked about that kind of stuff last week. Horror movies. Uh, we you know talked about uh, how you know they uh, had a lot of violence. A lot of really terrible dialogue. Uh, what else did we covered last week? We talked about Murder, my she wrote. leading lady Angela Lansbury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a quick recap on that song. I think Pat and I said not a hit, right? On this uh, Angela Correct. Lansbury luchador themed matchup. Correct. Yeah, not a hit. How uh, dare you? So we're uh, 
where it works. I, I, I do admit, I felt, and I don't know if the listeners could hear it in my voice, but I felt really bad saying it wasn't it because I know that you put your heart and soul into that song. And it was, it was the culmination of years and years of research and practice and work and blood, sweat, and tears. And it just wasn't a hit. I'm I like so it. Sorry you're you're good cop American idling me. Yeah. You're the yeah, Randy yeah. Jackson to Pat Simon oh, Cowell. I feel you, dog. I feel you, dog. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you know, I could tell that this, this song, it, it shared a lot of, you know, who you were, right? Like, you were on display in this song. And, uh, you know, the wrestling, the, uh, the, the luchador music, the Angela Lansbury, it, it's all very, you know, huge foundational blocks in your personality, you know? And I think that's probably why i didn't like it I don't, <laughs> I don't much care for you either got him all right well the next song will be purely about uh cars and uh driving fast in the late 1980s <laughs> in a race to the death i don't think i haven't been hearing you sneaking the, in little death race third, reference third aspect here and there the i've been listening i've been paying attention mm. you, you get the death race references in and as, as so many of these songs it's all the same omniverse. <laughs> One of these days, though, you won't have an album. You won't have like a double album. You'll have an omnibus, like a car, like a comic strip. You're gonna have like a bunch of fucking all your songs and our podcasts in one space. It's gonna be fine, yeah. fine sheen. Omnibus. <laughs> That's not a word. Isn't that funny? What a hilarious thing that like comic book nerds like that would be like a, a thing only comic book nerds would need. Like everybody else would be like, this is a compilation of several comics. It's like, yeah, it's like this is the this is the series or whatever. Right. They call those omnibuses. This is the omnibus. Omnibus. Yeah. Wow. I just remember like I heard that and I was like, I don't I don't need this. Just a 100 pages of crudely drawn Frank Miller sketches. Yeah, right. Just people's hearts falling out of their buttholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Omnibus. It sucks because I get drawn in. Like, reading comics is just such a feast for the eyes. Like, I won't even read. I will go through comics like a like a child, where I'll just, like, look at the pictures, and then I'll go back and read them. Hey, have you ever read The Dark Knight Returns Part 2? No. By Frank Miller? The f- no. absolute fever dream. Is the first really? one's very good. The second one is just a fever dream of nightmarish proportions. Gotta read it. I won't talk any more about it because it's best exemplified one, through pictures. The first one's the one with um, he comes back, he's old, and he gets yeah. the girl, Robin, right? Yeah. And, and the he, second and, and one the, is them having psychedelic adventures through his poorly done sketches with lots of yeah. bright colors attached to it. It's nonsense. It's great. That's awesome. That's so great. The comics, like if you just give, if like that's such a, like a common thing in comics. Like when you give an artist like a hundred percent, like you just let him do whatever he wants. Like things just go off the rails so fast. Well, because these people and, like, are degenerates. What <laughs> kind of person sits around all day drawing pictures of superheroes? You have to be a maniac. These people are Dude. insane. They're literally just nuts off their rockers just being fed probably either and or both lots of stimulants and lots of money keep drawing frank here's another image comics at all 
when no. you were growing up? Because no, Image got that? big when we were when we were when we were in like middle school. Um, that was like the Spawn era, like Todd oh. McFarlane with Spawn or Max with two X's, or uh, there was a girl that was like like scantily clad barbarian girl. I can't remember what her name was, but she had like a big sword and uh, just like no armor on, you know. But um, yeah, it was all these. Like image was like all these hot artists and from like DC and Marvel, but like the the whole like thing was like you get to keep the rights to your creations. So like they had a reason to like you know work harder and stuff. Like that's why you know Todd McFarlane, we know his name. He's the 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 Spawn guy. He made Spawn, which is just oh my god, it's such a mess. There's so much going on in Spawn. Dude. Do you see that There's... movie, the one with like John Leguizamo yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so much going on in that movie. There's so many things happening. I like that that John movie Legu- is just horrifying to look at. It's just unpleasant, yeah. visually unpleasant things that yeah. you view from beginning to end. It's so terrible. It's just like, here's like John Leguizamo in like a weird purple suit vomiting blood for an hour and a half. <laughs> turns into like a violator he just turns into like that weird scary like gaunt monster like this like this scary fucking like puck character this clown that's like for the majority of the movies just kind of like kind of on the ancillary part of the movie just being like fart jokes dick jokes i'm disgusting and like he goes from that to being like the bad guy that he has to fight it's just so strange. It's such, man. And, like, he was a mercenary. Like, the guy who plays Spawn, like, when he's not all spawned up, he's just hideously burned. <laughs> it's just, like, everything about it is hard to, like, just, like, everything is a weird, specific, jagged pill. Like, he's a hobo. Like, it's just, so, dude, the whole movie is so strange. And, like, those are parts of the comic, too. It's so weird, dude. It's just like if you let an artist do whatever he wants, things are going to get out there. Things are going to get weird, and it's not going to be great. It's going to be messy. Yeah. Well, um, we've been uh, talking for a while, and I don't think we've covered much. I think we've uh, kind of been all over the place in terms of content because Nate probably agree. <laughs> not much going on here in terms of inspiration, right? I have a, a base level of what I can work from. But okay. I need to really make this work. There's a few very specific things that I need to shoehorn in, and then those okay. would be the flesh of the fish. Mm. So, okay. if you had anything you that make... you wanted to go over today, what well, you know? What's grinding your uh, grinding your apples together? What's ripping your apples in half, Max? <laughs> what's your split banana? Uh, well, Pat, Pat and I were uh, had a couple interesting things we were talking about off air that. Uh, we're, we're pretty good, right, Pat? Uh, sure. The, specifically, that uh, I, I really like that um, we're talking about our first experiences with alcohol. That was a pretty fun one, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We can tell yeah, you yeah. You want you want to get into that? How sure. does that sound, Nate? Does that sound interesting? I'm interested to hear these stories. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Pat, you had a pretty pretty good one. I could go first if you wanted to, but no, I, yeah. I, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll yeah, I'll follow up. Um, this this may not have been my exact first, but it was definitely my most memorable. Um, I I was in high school, and I, I you know you get those rumblings of you know people like 
drinking at parties and stuff and how drinking is cool. And these are all the things they did when they were drunk. They just, they drank, they drank a whole fifth of vodka. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. It's so cool. And I'm like, man, well, this is what I got to do. So instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of like, uh, like trying to do it with other people, my, my thought was like, oh, I should do this at home. <laughs> you just did and this alone, dude? I did this alone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, I, didn't, I don't know what the effects of this are. So what I did was I, we had a, you know, a finished basement. My parents kept all their alcohol, up, you know, on the, on the main floor. And, you know, I'd go up there. They had like a, you know, handle of vodka that they had for parties and stuff. It was up out of reach of a normal child but of course me i'm gangly slender man here and i could go get it anytime i wanted to i'd just reach up grab some alcohol you know pour myself a shot and i just would take it go back downstairs and about three or four minutes later i'd do the same thing and you know i probably did it i looking back i probably did like eight eight <laughs> shots of, of, of vodka in this uh you know pretty re- reasonably short amount of time jesus As, yeah, and then went downstairs, and I think I got so hammered after a while that I ended up, like, passing out, but, like, vomiting onto the floor, like, in front of me. And there was there was a period of time for, like, 10 years where I convinced my mom that I was vomiting because I had White Castle earlier that day, and it was just me vomiting up White Castle. I'm like, oh, that White Castle, can't have that. Sorry, mom, can't have White Castle ever again. So that was it. And then I told her, you know, recently. So she, at some point she'll get to this episode, maybe. I don't know. And she'll, she'll, she knows the story. I did tell her, you know, four or five years ago that uh, that this was, in fact, not White Castle. It was Pop-Up Vodka or whatever they had. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, that uh, I definitely, but but it was, you know. It's kind of like a whole, hey, you, I caught you smoking a cigarette. You got to smoke the whole cart thing. Where it's like, oh, I had all this vodka. I don't think I ever want to drink again. And I, I mean, I, I don't think I went through the entirety of high school drinking at that point. I think it was like maybe I was a freshman or sophomore. I didn't drink again until college, I don't think. Maybe once or twice, but not did much. You ever, <laughs> did you ever brag about it, though? Did you ever tell kids, like, I drank eight shots? No, I don't, I don't think I did. No, I I think I, I, you know, flashing back to high school, I think I always wanted to like look cool in front of certain groups of people. But this one, I like in hindsight, like after I did, I was like, yeah, I don't think that was cool. Like I I, I knew it immediately (laughs) that what I did was like not the correct way to do it, but I also didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) Oh man. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's so great. Yeah. That you just like j- when you heard the first time you heard about like alcoholics drinking by themselves, did you did it worry you? Were you like, oh Jesus, that's what I did? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> you you were just a kid testing the waters, and you were just like worried that you were gonna have to like go to AA. It's like I could never drink again. I'm an alcoholic, man. You know what's funny? It's like growing up when they're like. How many beers do you have a week? And you're like, oh, fucking, I don't know. And you're like in like in college, right? You're like yeah. uh, 35. And they're like, what? <laughs> and like their response is not like that's like, they're just like, what? Like when they give you that answer, you're like, yeah. what do you, what do you, how many do you drink? They're like, people normally have 10 beers 
a week. Like, yeah, my my chart doesn't go that high. Um, yeah. I have a twenty-five to thirty category. Should I just bubble that in? Right. It's like, come on, get get out of here. You know that I'm in college, and if I yeah. can, I'm going to party three times a week. Look, that's not that much if you're drinking, you know, three times a week. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did you tell them it's like, Relax. listen, I'm a I'm a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're a big Look at guy. me. Look at me. I, I pee a lot. I'm fine. Listen, I'm on the yeah. line. I'm on the O-line. I got yeah. to maintain my caloric intake coach, here. I got to stay strong. Oh, my strong. God. One time a coach said to me, he goes, he goes, Pat, are you uh, you drinking a lot? And I was like, what? No. He was like, well, you're an O-lineman, so you're definitely drinking a lot. But I haven't <laughs> heard your name from other people, so you must not be drinking too much, which is good. I'd like to keep it like that. And then he walked away. <laughs> Keep it up, he sport. Just, pat on the butt. Thirty-five yeah, beers said, a week. He just he he asked me if I was drinking a lot. I said not that much, and then he just was like, "Yeah, you are." But I haven't heard any problems, so it's fine. Just didn't take no for an answer. Fucking just also huge stereotype. O linemen are heavy drinkers. Also very true, but um, yeah, for sure. My my first experience with alcohol was my mom feeding me hot toddies as just like medicinal, right? So like if you have like a sore throat, uh, maybe like an upset stomach or something like that, you should give you a hot toddy. And uh, Max, remind me what's in a hot toddy. I know there's whiskey because that's the, when my mom made it for me, that's the only thing I could taste. It was just like she gave me a hot glass of whiskey, basically. I think there's lemon, right? Uh, Mine was uh, some sort of tea. Uh, like a soothing tea, no caffeine, uh, lemon, honey, and whiskey. And you serve it hot. Of course. Yeah. Because it is a hot toddy. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I would drink those and hate them. And I just like, that's how my first How old experience. were you again? You didn't say earlier how old you were. How old were you when you I first I got to believe I was probably, probably fifth grade or middle school. Oh, boy. Yeah. But it wasn't. I wasn't enjoying it. I didn't have fun. I hated the way it tasted. There was nothing like cool about it. Again, this was like ah, this was the way you'd think about it. It's like you know how you have to like gargle with salt water when you when you have a sore throat. Have you guys ever had to do that? I hate yep. gargling with salt water. It, like makes me want to throw up. And uh, that's how I felt about hot toddies. It was just like <sighs> yeah, I had to like build up the mental strength to like push through it. But um, yeah. That's my first experience with alcohol. Just hating it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad we both had negative experiences in terms of interest, <laughs> and now we both drink all the time. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Classic really, American success story. We really Rags, overcame. Switches. Yeah. Overcame our problems and our differences. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nate, what about you? Well, I'm trying to think here. So I feel like if 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 drinking were like a lake, the way I Bro, like it was, it was lots of dipping my toes in. So it'd be like, "Hey, can I have a sip of that? Hmm, can I have a sip of that?" You know, whether it was like from from, you know, every once in a while you try to convince an adult or they come. Actually, there was some. I I, I had a friend that had a a bar mitzvah in the seventh grade, and I remember there was there they they had some champagne flutes or wine flutes out, and it was like Manischewitz. I don't know. What's that? What's the name of that one? I think I don't know. 
But anyways, I remember, sevens, yeah. I remember yeah. sneaking a few of those and pounding a few of those on the way home <laughs> and then going <laughs> and then going to going back home in the, but then I like, I don't know if it worked. I don't know if they had any booze in them. I'm not sure. Cause then I just had to, you know, it was a few hours until the, you know, the, the reception fun after the, after the, the, you know, the, the, the bar mitzvah service. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, part where you got where you have to sit and listen right. quietly versus the, bar, the part where you the, where you dance around the bar and, service, the bar the service. and stuff. Is. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm a terrible. All right. Well, anyways, but then after that, it was just lots. Of, I I thought I was never gonna. I thought I was never going to drink because I wanted to be a good athlete, and I was wasn't. <laughs> and so um, I uh, I was like, well, the only way to for me to keep up with people is to, you know, stay Teach away from physical all that. form. But yeah. then I started, you know, you dip your toe in. Let me get a taste of that. Let me get a taste of that. And that, that was mostly it for a while. And, you know, there was a couple times where I took a good cannonball into the lake. Um, <laughs> and um, you jumped on the big inflatable blob. I jumped yeah, right. on the big inflatable blob, yes. That can't fat yourself. <laughs> fat golf about it <laughs> what was that movie called oh heavyweight heavyweights. heavyweights there it is with ben stiller yeah yeah it also Kenan the... thompson Kenan, was keenan in that movie no i'm thinking of no uh, yeah you're right mighty, mighty ducks connection because that guy mighty ducks goldberg. was also there goldberg was in it but keenan was in it too i think so man how far has he come yeah i mean he's on SNL, doing what he's yeah. been doing his whole life. Yeah. Like by the him. time by the time this airs, you, you guys heard who the next SNL host is, right? Mm-mm. You it, didn't hear? Oh man, it's, it's uh, going to be freaking, Elon Musk, e- I think, right? Elon Musk. Oh really? Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's man, cool. You know, just he's so rich, he can buy his way into anything. It's great, dude. That's going to be oh. a shit show. That guy I know. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Did, uh, I'm excited about it. That's going to be like watching an animatronic thing try to have timing. Like, it's just going to be really weird to look at. Yeah. Oh, I'll be there. Though. I'm going <laughs> to watch that live. I'm definitely going to watch that. I don't care where I am. I'm going to watch it live. Do you think Elon you Musk driving. is really a, a Cylon? Yeah. Sent from space? <laughs> I do. Yeah. A... I think, he, I think he, he was, like, uncool back on his home planet, so he came here and was like, I can just fucking do whatever I want with these idiots. <laughs> yeah. It's like He's... the reverse Superman, because Superman, wasn't he just, like, normal on his planet and then came here and it's like, oh, yeah. I can do anything. Right. It's like he got moved out of JV. Yeah. He's just, he came here so he could be a big <laughs> fish in a small pond. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's all that, that's all that comic is, is just fish out of water story. Just... Yeah. Going to a going to a place where you're you know, you just moved down a division and suddenly you're better than everyone else. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And he's just having I a did. bunch of fun. He's just like, I yeah. can't they all look the same to me because I'm a robot, but yeah. man, they do enjoy flamethrowers. He should have just played more out. sports. Why didn't he just play more sports, Superman? Damn it. Could have done yeah. it. Could have done some of his life. Elon Musk should play more sports, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I want to see if anyone's going to become like a Batman type. You'd think it'd be like someone like Elon Musk, yeah. right? Like he's eccentric. You know, it seems like he's in better physical shape than he was when he started. You know, we yeah. need a we need a billionaire to go full superhero. I want to see it. 
Yeah. What kind of sketches do you think are going to be on SNL with Elon Musk? I would I'm thinking say... at least at least one Bond villain sketch. Okay, that's good. I was going to say something about like autism, something about being on oh, the spectrum. <laughs> Probably I'm not. Serious. I bet. Think? Yeah, I think they'll do something like that. Yeah. Or okay. just go hard nerd. Like they might code it. They might not say like autism or, or spectrum, the, but like they'll go hard nerd and they'll it'll be it'll be an autism sketch and everything but name. That's is that like a th- does Elon Musk have Asperger's or something? Is that a, is that real? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think he does in the sense that you know probably all you know rich nerds do. I think it's just a rich nerd trope, just being awkward. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I don't know that he actually does, but like I think that they'll have some version of that, like yeah. awkward super nerd billionaire type. Like, yeah. think of the the humor in um, oh, what's the Pied Piper show? I love that show, Silicon Valley. Yeah, think of the humor they do in Silicon Valley, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you think if we say Elon Musk enough in this Elon Musk podcast, the algorithms will recognize that we're saying Elon Musk. And maybe Elon Musk will tweet about it. Um, He might tweet about it, but it only to send like a death squad to wipe us out. Yeah. You got to say his name more, though, to make sure it works. Elon Elon Musk. Do you think Elon Musk? Do you think that Elon Musk is going to have an Elon Musk themed segment on Saturday Night Live where Elon Musk uh, shoots up a SpaceX rocket to go to the moon and fight? the new Mars rover for dominance over the red planet. <laughs> no, but I do yeah. think there, do... No, there has to be a, uh, something with, yeah, the space station. Or, there's gotta be a space one. You're right. There's gotta be a space. There's gotta uh, be a space one for sure. Yeah. They, when they do the space ones, there's, there's some pretty good ones. Yeah. Okay. So, there's all right, got... we're making predictions here, guys. I got yeah, one more for all our listeners. All right. So we got, what do we got? Somewhere? We got bond villain. We got space. We got a space themed, uh, a sketch. What else got Pat? We got the autism slash nerd. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Then we, I think they're going to do like a John Ham's John Ham for Elon Musk for like some type of like Musk perfume, yeah, perfume or um, uh, what's it called? When a guy perfume, whatever that word is. A cologne. It's called cologne. Cologne. It's still eau de toilette though. Definitely cologne. cologne. What was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. Nice boy, boy. Cologne, yeah. Get Elon that. Musk's boy cologne. Yeah, That's cologne for boys. What's it called? <laughs> Elon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's at least someone's gonna pitch that to him, thinking that they, that he'll never jump on it. So yeah, that's what I think will happen. A Musk, yeah. joke. Well, we got it. Uh, if uh, you listeners at home want to make a prediction to. What's going to be on Elon Musk's SNL sketch? Uh, it probably will take a little bit of self-control because by the time we post this, that episode would have already aired. Uh, but if you want to share your thoughts about uh, what's going to be on the show, call our voicemail, 707-780-2448, and let us know what you think is going to be on SNL. We'll see how accurate you are. Booyah. Yeah, booyah. Um, Nate, what do you think? You got what you need? I think I think I can I can work or I can work around all of this in a night and put it into a nice a nice tight package a nice tight nine and a half minutes <laughs> of fever dream a nine and a half minute epic about yeah. Rottweilers and raccoons fighting off gorillas yeah yeah, yeah. only yeah, two they, animals they, they... max oh, maximum yeah. 
yeah. Hey, hey, Nate, cover yours for a second. Pat, what do you think it's going to be about? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we got we got animal movies. We got Spawn. Um, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a space oddity, but Elon Musk is going to be in space, and he's going to be the one. He's he's going to be – he feels out there compared to everyone else. Or it could be like an Elon Musk story where he's like, babe, pig in the city. Oh, of course, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know how to talk like a human, so he just talks like a pig. <laughs> Ooh, he has <laughs> to interact with regular going. human beings? Nate, 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 cover your ears. Yes. Oh, I got to cover my ears. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> uh, I thought you were I thought you were done. <laughs> oh no. You really you stepped on my joke. I was gonna say Elon Musk walks around and goes, La 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 <laughs> Yeah, Baram you Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, I like perfume. That's probably it. Okay, we got it. I think we nailed it. All right, Nate, Elon's Nate back. Musk. Nate, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm, I'm Yeah, John Ham's John Ham. Yeah, I like that one. All right, Nate. Uh, hope you didn't hear any of that. Uh, we want to make the song <laughs> as original as possible without any without any outside influence because we don't want to be selling out. Am I right? Oh man, you could do like a, a like a pop a hyper pop song about ripping bananas. Yes, yes, ripping bananas. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that should that should have been in your uh, in your uh, you can't walk away song about ripping bananas, but it's a little bit too late for that. Too late for that. Yeah. Hindsight, hindsight. Uh, Stan Bush would be disappointed. You should do a man in the mirror one. That's a, that's a good <laughs> good song that no one else yeah. has done. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one's you done did this. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> you want to be famous? Do this. Make the song. <laughs> this is your fault. You did this. Yep. All right. You just go to bed well, crying, right? Yeah. Well, Nate seems <laughs> like he has enough. He, I, I can just tell that he's he's uh, strumming away on his guitar. He's brimming, jotting down some some uh, some bars, a couple bars, four bars here, six bars there, six eight <laughs> time. All of your treble clef. All of the stuff that musicians do. Um, <laughs> Pat, did I leave any music terms out? I think you got them all. You might want to say coda once, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Coda. The refrain. Refrain is that's a thing. That's um, nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Bassoon. Oh um, yeah. That's all the music words. You yeah, got them all. I think I. I'm looking at a word search right now. What are we talking about? <laughs> You're talking about the the, the woodwind instrument family <laughs> got your oboe snare i just found snare, I found snare. oh I yeah snare okay. the, yeah. the loudest of the woodwinds yeah yeah oh i wasn't listening sorry guys um well this has been fantastic i've had a lot of fun um yeah i can't wait for my uh, my family to listen to this one about my experiences with alcohol <laughs> that's a good one your story is awesome oh thanks i've been i've been saving that one I, i'm really proud of that one i did it when i did it i was like you know what I'm going to talk about this one day into a podcast. And I said, what's a podcast? Like, you'll know when it happens. You were hammered. Yeah, I was hammered. Yeah, I was having a, I was having a golem like conversation with myself. As we all do in the mirror. Every yeah. morning. Oh, of course. And that's called a uh, callback. That's a callback. That's a callback. All right. That's a callback. All right. Well, if Nate has what he needs, uh, we could probably go to a break. Right, guys? We can probably oh, go to okay. a break. 
Oh, okay, fantastic. Well, let's uh, give Nate some time, and we'll uh, talk to everyone else after this. Guys, we have to remember that I don't do anything here. <laughs> I'm, I'm the maitre d' that just brings people to the table. You guys are the servers, the chefs, the the sous chefs, all those other positions at a restaurant. I just I bust the table. Maybe I'll bring people to it. I don't know. That's that's where I fall into this whole equation. Well, uh, so, if it's any consolation, I don't even, even get any tips. You do make the merch. Yeah, yeah. you're out there in a sweat <laughs> shop. Yeah. Just pressing yeah, on, ironing on labels <laughs> onto sweatshirts from a different sweatshop. Yeah, it's a, it's like a stretchy material. It's Ooh, that's nice. Good. That looks nice. Yeah, it, it, it's it's good though. I like. I, I wear. I've worn it everywhere. I wore it to Open Skate uh, today with Oliver. So we went ice skating today, and and uh, I wore it there. Yeah, and I got recognized by my neighbor. He's like, "Oh, hey, well, I don't know anyone else had that sweatshirt. Oh, it's just Max." Because I wore I wore it when I saw him the other day, so I've been wearing it everywhere. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting recognized. Is what I'm trying to say. Same full self promotion. That's what it's all about. All the coolest people yeah. wear shirts with their own face on it. Yeah. And actually, some of the lamest people. It's a it's a wild card. Yeah. yeah it's a- for the people that don't know, our uh, the guy on our logo that's Max. A lot of people don't oh, know. Have we started? No, we're starting yeah. now. Three, two, one, now. Go. And we're back. Guys, I'm very excited about this song. I'm going to say four and a half times more excited than I was about last week's song. Uh, mostly because the topics we, topics we talked about were fantastic. Right, Pat? Oh, yeah. We had animal movies. We had Congo. We had uh, Spawn. Yeah. These are great. Yeah. These are great. Uh, I'm most interested in Nate's take on all of our experiences with alcohol. Um, I forgot about that one. You know what? (laughs) I might shoehorn something in and post, you know, when I clean these things up. You know, I might, yeah. you might get, you can might get one shoehorned in, but uh, you all will certainly not hear one. And honestly, to be, to be completely honest, I probably won't uh, mess with anything. you <laughs> feeling very lazy. Should we do it's, fake reactions to that, that topic just in case you do put it in? Yeah. <laughs> then I can, like, I can oh, rewrite I, backwards and your for fake reactions. The- no, yeah, it's I don't including wanna, the vomit. This on the sounds floor. That's great. awful. This sounds <laughs> awful. I'm against this 100%. All right. I agree. That is not a good idea. Uh, but maybe we'll. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing I had to cut. I had to cut a long bridge of this song that was just going to go into um, the real man in the mirror type despair scene. <laughs> so that could really lend itself well to um, oh, sweet. talking okay. about drinking. You were with the man in the mirror. Dude? No, I didn't awesome. do any of that. There's none of that. Oh. <laughs> but there's it, it was it was planned in. So in my song, I have and I quote, um, uh, "Bridge with sad actor." 
is, and it's just written there, and then there's no, there's no musical notation or words anywhere else. It just says that. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, Pat, you got any predictions about what the song is going to be about? Oh, let me think here. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I guess if you, you think about the different things we talked about, so we got like animal movies, right? That's yeah, one. but like any styles, uh, any any oh. uh, topics, like uh, not a topic, but like what what's the whole song going to be about? So, oh, so yeah, maybe it's going to be. I like the uh, the rational adults versus are the bad guys in animal movies. I like that concept. Mm-hmm. I liked um, the world dragging its ass on Nate. I don't know if yeah. that got in there. Pat, I feel like you're trying to cover a lot of bases here when I just want one prediction. <laughs> Okay, choose one of those and then put me down. Okay, I got it. We'll cut all the other ones out. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to go with a uh, Space Oddity type song, but the main character is Elon Musk. That could work. It could work. We're about to find out if it'll work. Yeah, let's see. I'm, I can't wait. Well. All right, Nate, what do you got for us? We'll see. Something in the air, my friends, today It's magic You want something for adults and kids to see My people, we have it A brand new franchise for families It rips a lot from Hoosiers, a little from Greece Work the actors from birth to deceased The animal child stars A baby chimpanzee and a wolf cub Escaping from a zoo Playing every sport they can It's good for sequels too be swimming in money, drinking Cristal. Just put a camera on them, that's how. Press record, film to the board. There's nothing left to do. We'll call it Wild Pitch. No kids will be pouting. Wild Pitch. No critics will doubt it. Wild Pitch. And the best thing about it. We use Animal Child Stars. An Animal Child Star can't drive a flashy car. Can't smoke grass or cigarettes or get in trouble with the law. Disposable, dependable, keep them cheap and work them hard. Good for sequels and for threequels, animal child stars. Shit. 
God, where's the handlers? These animals can't stay in place. Wise bubbles running towards the spectators. What happened to the co-star's face? The wolf is having a field day. Dave's gonna have some scars. Come to think of it, these things are dangerous. Let's go back to animal child style. Pitch. No kids will be pouting. Wild pitch. How can the critics doubt it? Wild pitch. It's a tinge dark, but the best thing about it, we use grown-up versions of our animal child stars. An animal child star can't drive a flashy car, can't smoke grass or cigarettes, get in trouble with the law. They're disposable, dependable, keep them cheap and work them hard. They're good for sequels and for threequels, animal child stars. Animal child stars can't drive a flashy car, can't smoke grass or cigarettes or get in trouble with the law. Disposable, dependable, keep them cheap and work them hard. They're good for sequels and for prequels. Animal child stars. You're back in. We're back in. You're back in. <laughs> All right. Nate, I can't believe you wrote an entire song about kids drinking alcohol. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, so this song was called Animal Child Stars, I assume, right? Yeah, Animal Child Stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I, I had a good time with that song. I don't yeah. know about Pat. That one was a lot of fun. That was a tough uh, one. Yeah. The lyrics were great. Uh, I liked the um, the cheap. They're cheap and they work hard. That's great. They're disposable and dependable. <laughs> that's that's all good stuff. Uh, they, they can't drive a flashy car. <laughs> don't know why it's in there, but it makes sense for rhyming purposes. Oh, no. Because child stars go crazy when they get to like a, a certain oh. age. So it's oh. like them balling out too hard. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, they could. They could drive flashy cars. Animal child stars? Yeah. They could drive flashy cars or go to the finest bars. <laughs> How would the right? animal child stars Anything do that, that rhymes. They can do literally anything as long <laughs> as it rhymes. Uh, yeah. Well, let's think of some more rhymes. We could help you out with the lyrics to this song, right? No, we don't need to do that. Um but uh, Pat, what'd you think of this song? I loved it. Yeah. I really did. I re- I really liked it. I liked um, it a lot too. Yeah, it was. It re. It not reads, but uh, the story. I could see this being like a music video. Like I I was watching a music video in my head as you described it, and I was like, this would be funny to view. Like just getting a bunch of animals on a set. And like a, a corporate man during the verses, like talking to a bunch of other corporate dudes, you know, and then uh, when it gets like to the culmination, you know, everyone's mauled by all these different animals. It's just yeah. like, a, yeah, I think that's great. I think just like story perspective, that's funny, but also the concept is funny. Like you're hitting you're hitting all the notes and it was catchy. It was fucking dude. This reminded me of like 60, 60s pop. Does that does that ring true to it like what i'm saying like those pop songs that told the story that were like sugary sweet that like kind of drew you in 
Yeah, this, but the uh, the style reminded me more of George Michael. Um, I was, I mean, specifically like a faith type song that that this the, the way the guitar played and stuff. But uh, huh. I don't know if the final version is going to be like that. There might be some tweaks to it, but uh, I I definitely like the the style you chose, um, and I like the little solo at the end. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, let me think what else. I liked how the the like the uh, producers of the film realized that they made a bad decision when the monkey started ripping people's faces, <laughs> but they knew what was coming. They, uh, but they, everyone signed a waiver, so it was fine. It was fine. Um, yeah. Dave Coulier is going to uh, be okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have to cut it out, and by it, I mean the monkey's fingernails from his face. <laughs> You know what this kind of reminded me of, Nate? And I'm going to ask you after this what what your inspiration was. But this kind of reminded me, like, this could be in a contemporary musical, like a 70s musical. Like, think like a rock opera, like Rocky Horror, where it would be the quirky, the introduction of the quirky character, right? Like, that's what it felt like and sounded like to me. Like a quirky character in a contemporary musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, okay, like the um, like the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah, that that. Okay, I could see that intro be just like that, where this or is like, how we're coming in. Like this is the director of the the producer of the movie. Like this is what I do. I'm so quirky. I put animals in movies. Yeah, right. Does that make sense, Nate? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do see where you're. I see where you're coming from. There's, All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now tell me tell me what your inspiration was. All right. Well, there's a, the the process to it was basically so I had the 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 words and you write backwards <laughs> as you do. Uh, it's, like Missy Elliott. it's like Missy Elliott, of course. Yeah. So I knew that I had to like write them and then I couldn't figure out Flip the, the structure it. of it. And then so I, uh, you know, had to switch from the piano to the guitar there. And, um, you know, then you write out the structure and then you're like, oh, okay, I got these things. Cause the piano, it was too free form, eh? Too much free form can do too much. Sure. Uh, so then for the guitar thing, uh, I was thinking, so I was listening to, um, on Spotify, I was listening to man in the mirror for a second. And then I was like, all right, Michael Jackson, boring. So I went to, to listen to Prince after that. I'm walking the dog. And then so I was like, ooh, I wonder if I... And then I'm like, I can't make this sound like Prince. But then I was thinking, um, uh, you know, like in the song Kiss, they do a lot of little seventh chords. You know, like there's a lot of staccato-ness in, in Prince's music. So then um, uh, there's the... Uh, it's basically... Um, uh, you, you know the song "Found a Job" by Talking Heads, or it does the, like the funk thing where he goes, you know that that kind of thing. You hear all over the place, that, anyways. No. But that that's one. And then uh, the the voice is um, uh, 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 freaking Oingo Boingo again. Is um, <laughs> uh, if you the not uh, oh, what's it called? Um, what is the law? No spill blood. I was thinking of that. So I wanted to sing in that voice. I'm giving it too much. Um, no, this is awesome. Yeah, so it's that. This is the best breakdown of a song, because I've asked you several times. This is the yeah. best example of it. That was awesome. You're, make, you're making the vegetarians really happy with this part. Oh, okay. There we go. Giving them a lot of, a lot of faux meat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, How the sausage is made. Yeah, really how the <laughs> sausage is made. 
And then I'm uh, that was cool. Yeah, I'm a big big. I could get you know, get get more into it. But yeah, that's and so I hear the George Michael thing because that uh, you know, it's a, there's a lot of songs that that have that kind of bit. And it's like a I think I was doing a Bo Diddley beat maybe, and George Michael they did the but 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 so that might have been going on. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I had to th- I had to throw it together quick. Yeah. Uh. Well, great work. That was catchy shit. Yeah, hell yeah, man, that was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um. Well, anything else, Pat? Before we uh, decide if it's a hit, I think we're gonna. Do, I think we know uh, what we're gonna do. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I. Uh, that's yeah. Great. Great work. And th- this is. This is a cool one, man, because I think you're going to please a lot of people. Like, you don't have to pay attention to the song to, like, to the story to enjoy the song. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just such a, a layered thing. It's pleasing, just it's it's hooky, it's pleasing, it's funny, and it's funny verse to, like, you know, last chorus there, man. That's good. That's good. That's a good point, Pat, because you and I are going to like this song or like any of Nathan Sharp's song because of the lyrics. That's what we're going to pay attention to. Yeah. Repeat, repeat listenings. But if a song's a hit, it's got to be catchy on that first, on that first elevator ride. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I'm going to say that this is the hit because you're right. It is catchy. It's uh, it's definitely what we want to put on the, on the radio right now. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get this out there. Let's throw this in front of the people. They'll eat anything. Just throw it into their, their, just throw it in with their slop, you know, as they eat from the, the trough, you know, and they just mow it down. This is going to be great. Can't wait. Good we job, love you, fans. Yeah. We love you. We love you, sloppy fans. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. But that's, right, well, this is a hit. Total good hit. Good stuff, Nate, though, because uh, this is, uh, I think we, okay, so last, we had not a hit uh, week before we not, a hit. Week not a before, hit not a hit <laughs> yeah it's just a uh, string oh, yeah. of them had, uh, over Shiro, and over and not over. a hit mobar <laughs> not a hit uh living in an office space hit so that was a hit I, yeah it wasn't it yeah i was getting a little worried mate that you were uh, turning into the fantastic bird boy and you were getting a little disillusioned by your calling i well i'm not but gonna I lie earlier today i was absolutely furious and while I was putting this, so I spent most of my creative time when I was trying to put this together. I'm trying to make uh, make my MIDI controller into a Raspberry Pi synthesizer, and uh, so I didn't write the song very much, and I was more focused on uh, staying up late and trying to work that out, and it didn't work. Hmm. Wait a minute, that's not a joke. Here's a joke. You want to hear a joke? <laughs> Guy moves out to the country. Neighbor, okay. His neighbor comes to him. He says, "Oh yeah, we love to hear you out here. Got a nice basket of fruit for you." And he's like, "Well, man, I've been living in the city for so long. Man, being in the country is awesome. People come out here, give me a basket of fruit. What's your name?" He's like, "Oh, it's Farmer Ned there. Oh, snap, Farmer Ned. Yes, uh, yeah. So, what's there to do around here?" It's like, "Well, well, yeah, we're gonna have a party for you, party in your honor. It's so exciting. I'm so excited for you to be here. We're gonna have a party in your honor. It's gonna be great." And he says, whoa, that's amazing. It's like, what's, what's going to go on? It's like, oh, you know, a little bit of drinking, a little bit of fighting, a little bit of fucking. And he's like, it sounds like some party, eh? What, uh, what, 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 what time? And he's like, oh, come over any time you like. Just the two of us. 
You never heard that joke before? That's the only no. joke I know. That's the... I, no. I've heard you say that joke before. So I'm wondering why you said it here and now. Because this was all getting very too serious and we needed a joke. Light in the mood. Oh, oh, oh. oh that's You're talking you about, about the actual process? This is garbage. No one wants to hear that. People want to hear jokes. And they want to hear I jokes do. that I've heard is Norm MacDonald's dad's favorite joke. And oh, that's that? his? That's a Norm MacDonald? It's his dad's favorite joke. It's a joke that's been around forever. Okay. Well, well if a song as old as time as Angela Lansbury. We're too short and too dry. Well... <laughs> Then you can hear Norm Macdonald's dad's jokes and <laughs> takes it a step further. Well, I think that's a natural stopping point. We don't want to have Nate read off any more essays online, you know, trying to make us laugh. Uh, and we don't want to talk about any more process. I think we got process what we needed. Process is dumb. This, I loved it. Yeah, this is called Is It a Hit? And the answer is yes. It's a hit. Yeah. Um, so there's a chance there's some voicemails after we leave here. I don't know. Could be. I haven't decided yet if we want to put them in or listen to any of you jokers at home, but maybe there is. Uh, and if you want to call in to hear yourself talk, everyone loves that. Uh, our voicemail is 707-780-2448. Give us a jingle. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe you have an, uh, an animal child star at home that you want to get famous and you want to put them on the radio, have them call in. You got an elephant that can play the flute, have them call in. You got a Look pig at- that just is a pig making pig noises. Have them call in. Nope. Nope. We don't want that pig. We don't want that pig. <laughs> Too lame. No, okay. we only want hits and we only want stars to call in. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, no pigs. Repeat. No pigs. No pig. No pigs can, but they need to have a talent, like herd oh, okay. sheep or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, just no, no pig squeals specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, specifically if, not. But you know, unspecifically, maybe a few squeals if they're not well defined. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Copy that. Weak. All right. Well, uh, well, we will. Maybe there's a voicemail after this, maybe not. But if there's not, we'll talk to you all you hipsters. Excuse me. All you hitsters next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.